so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. Welcome to Ho Ho Hong Kong. I am your host Vivek Mabubani and today I'm hosting this solo. That is right, Andy Curtin is too busy with himself and Mohammed Magdi, as in the other Mohammed, as you will all know, is uh, busy as well. So guess what? Hey, hey, I'll be talking to myself. Hey, how are you Vivek? I'm very good, thank you. Uh, so sad. Alright, so today it is a very special episode because we have a special guest. Her name is Jen Belisi, who describes herself as a five-foot-tall gal who loves indulging in dining, home-cooked recipes, and traveling around the world to not just enjoy yourself, but also hopefully encourage everyone as well to pursue their dream lives. Wow, I feel like I want to do some more, so much more with my life already. She started her blog in 2011 and made it official by setting for an actual domain name. Yeah, that is how you do it. You know, if you just have a blog.com slash name, that's not real. But then she went for indulgenteats.com in 2015 and has grown her followers all over social media, most notably on Instagram. So you can find her on at indulgenteats on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or go straight to the source at indulgenteats.com. I want to just say something for a person who has Facebook at Funny Vivek Letter M, uh, YouTube at Vivek Mahobani, and Instagram at Funny Vivek. I have completely messed up the social media game with those usernames. But having said that, Jen, welcome on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's, it's good. I mean, like, uh, first of all, for anybody who doesn't know just yet, Jen, you are very well known for your beautiful photos of food, traveling, and just enjoying life in general. Yeah. So can you, I'm just very curious, like, what was the last photo you took today? Oh, uh, what did I do today? I, I have to actually look at my phone. Um, oh, no. So I, uh, I baked cookies hey. earlier. So the last photo I took was uh, showing showing the cookies that I just got baked, that I just baked to my friends who are going to pick them up and try them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wait, so baking as in like in your own place or you have a special Yeah, studio? in my apartment. So I, uh, so I guess I'll just jump ahead, but yeah. I'm working on a cookbook. And so... Um, I've been doing lots of recipe testing and it's usually a lot of food. So I try to all like pass off the extras to either friends and recently also my followers. And so, um, this week, for example, like over the past two days, I literally baked like 40 cookies <laughs> and like hand delivered them out to, uh, people in Hong Kong. Um, and so the last photo I have is of the cookies sending it to my friend saying your cookies are ready. Oh, okay. So it's got proof in the picture, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, more like get them excited. Like, hey, they're, yeah. come on over. <laughs> no, I'm good at buying and eating cookies. The baking yeah. part, I'm like, no. It's like, a lot of work, man. <laughs> I can imagine, right? That's why like when I go and bu- go to a shop and I'm like 10 bucks for a cookie, I'm like, Shh, come on. Then I, like, I look at the recipe. I'm like, okay, okay. That's a steal. That's pretty yeah, good for 10 bucks. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Well, online work. 35 to 40. So. Yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah, look at me. Look at me with the poor quality choices in life. I'll go with the budget cookie, please. <laughs> but hey, the budget, I mean, those M&S cookies are, yeah. are great. Hey, those are for like, you know, when you're, you need a quick snack. Yeah. You refill, like, just need something sweet. Yeah, and they think you can get them for like three for something like 20 something like, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those deals where you're like, okay, this is good. Yeah. I can do this. It's like one US dollar a piece. So you're like, eh, it's not that bad, you know. Yeah. Then you get like the discount package, like you said, three for 20 or something. And you're like, I shouldn't do this to my life, but I bought it already. Yeah. Eat it fresh, right? It's like, why have one and you can have three? <laughs> exactly. Hey, why stop? Three's a charm, right? So tell me, Jen, like, can we go step back? I got yeah. excited about the photos and everything because I was just curious. I'm like, you know, someone like you, like, this is this a daily habit where you got to take photos and kind of always post stuff online? But going all the way back, how did it even start? Because, you know, you say in 2011, you had the blog. And that was, I'm guessing that was like an interest. You just yeah. figured, hey, you know, let me put something online and see what happens. <clears throat> and at least the documents for yourself, right? How, well, how did that even start? Yeah. So to be honest, I was just bored one day. So uh, I had graduated college in 2011 and started working full time. And it's one of those things where like when you're in school you have classes and then you have homework and then suddenly you have a nine to five job and you have like so much time after 5 p.m and this is the point where i was already in new york for four years for because i went to nyu um i finally had a lot of money because i had a (laughs) full-time job yeah um so i was going and finally dining out and trying like a lot of new restaurants traveling and it was that case of you know why don't I start documenting this? I had been following other food blogs. Um, this is before Instagram also, like yeah. any of that existed. Um, so it was primarily just a blog and it was more like, well, why not just do like the other bloggers that I follow and start just like 
documenting my dining adventures, all the things. I had started teaching myself how to cook as well. Um, so starting to write out like recipes and things I was testing. Um, and so it kind of just went from there. It was just uh, totally out of like boredom <laughs> to start. <laughs> yeah. And then as it went on, it was okay. Like I, I enjoy doing this. Um, and it was very much a hobby. And it wasn't until honestly like years later that Instagram started being a thing. I started promoting. Um, I started promoting my blog posts on my personal Instagram at the time. Yeah. And then some of my food photos were getting reposted by like big by like food and wine or you know whatever you know bigger accounts. Yeah. And I was like, oh weird, strangers are following me. <laughs> um, and so I was like, oh, I, I, let me like separate this. And so that's when I made the food only Instagram account. And then that kind of just took off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Instagram is the only type of stalking. You're like, yeah, sure. No problem. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. now, nowadays, yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, but like anything. before I was like, boy, this is weird. Yeah. Why do you want to know about what I ate today? Like, what's it got to do with you? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And also, I, mean, you know, I was like just getting out of school. So I was like partying a lot. And doing yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I need these strangers. Like, <laughs> witnessing these, these, this behavior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't need to be. But like normally, I mean, back then, people probably had the habit of taking photos of their food just to track it for like their fitness logs. Yeah. Right? Like, well, I this. Yeah, this this was like so before the Instagram thing and all of that, like I used to be I definitely used to post a lot of food photos on Facebook mobile uploads. <laughs> like when that was where all of your like photos and sharing happened before Instagram. Yeah. Um I also was like big on using Foursquare, so I was always like I was always checking in and leaving tips places and yeah. I feel like that was almost like an intro to Instagram captions and things like that. Yeah. So Okay, so basically you were the, the OG of like the foodie kind of social media person, right? You were <laughs> I the mean, one. I was one. I was definitely so at the time when I was in New York, there were only there were only a handful of other food bloggers that were doing a similar thing to what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and so I was definitely early on, like yeah. one of the first few. Yeah. Um, and it was a funny thing because at that time, again, it was so new, so we would all meet at restaurants and things or like when a new restaurant would be opening, they would, you know, start reaching out to different people, like find people on Instagram. And so you always saw the same people. Yeah. So there was definitely like a community of other Instagrammers that started being built up at this time, which I think was like 2012 or 2013, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So then basically it's, it's similar <clears throat> to comedy here as well, where, you know, you'll have different gigs. You're like, oh, you, you're on the gig as well. It's like, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Job. You message them like, oh, did you get this invite? Like, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the best feeling though. I've actually been invited to certain events where I wasn't a performer, but just an invited guest to go check out the food or whatever. And I'm like, and I feel kind of weird. I'm like, this is not what I do, but sure, invite me for food. I'll do that. Yeah. I mean, was it exciting initially when the restaurant contacted you saying, hey. Oh, yeah. Not? And you were like, wait, so is this the trick where at the end you get the bill and you're like, hey, 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 you conned me into coming here? Yeah. Were you worried like that initially or was it just a thing? You're like, oh, cool. I've, I reached that level. I'm not, you know, what we call KOLs nowadays. Yeah. Well, yeah. At the time, I mean, well, it's funny because only here. Only they, Hong Kong, right? Only Hong Kong. Yeah. I don't know where they got this KOL <laughs> thing. Um, but I mean, yeah, influencer or KOL, yeah. whatever, like that definitely didn't exist before and it i remember the first free thing i got i think it was like somebody sent me like a cake yeah and i was like holy crap this is amazing <laughs> yeah. um and then it was like a, an actual meal at a restaurant and so yeah i was so happy to get any free food like i never i didn't even know that was a, a thing, possibility right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so when it started ha whereas now i think people enter the you know instagram game and all that in hopes of getting free stuff whereas yeah it came as like a surprise to me. I was like, oh, sick. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let me keep <laughs> posting food if I get free food from it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's cool because like, clearly when you first got it, I mean, I'm sure you were obliged to like, you know, post that free item that you got for f in the mail yeah, and be like, oh, yeah. I better say good things about this. Have you had the occasion where, you know, you're looking at it going like, this is terrible. Yeah, so early on, definitely, you just have to like uh, pay <laughs> your dues, I guess would be yeah. the right term. Um, but you know, as I started growing my following, I definitely started to first just be more picky about what I said yes to. Yeah. That way I wasn't putting myself in a situation where I'd be disappointed. Um, but there have definitely, honestly, it's only been a handful of occasions where I have been disappointed and I've been like, hey, like, 
I could post about this, but it's not going to be good. Yeah. So, so I'm just going to privately give you my, my feedback. Yeah. And then at least, and they appreciate that too, because then they can work on it with their team internally. And, you know, it's still, they're still getting value out of giving me a free meal. So. Yeah. So they get at least your honest opinion and your experience as well. So you would know in comparatively yeah, like, yeah. where they should be and stuff. Yeah. Like. I, I try to also always make it like constructive and, you know, it's not just, uh, oh, well, I also try to make it clear, like if, if it was like a, personal preference i don't usually fault the restaurant if like oh i didn't i don't like the taste of something which doesn't really happen because i do eat most food yeah. um but for the most part if it's like service issues or just like something was really terrible yeah. that's when i'm like hey guys like you shouldn't be serving it like this <laughs> yeah yeah this doesn't help at all yeah or I, like if it, i was a paying customer i'd be like well, can i curse yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah i'd yeah, be yeah, like sure. what the fuck like what is this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all right let me let me explain to our listeners like i think if if we have a lot of guests who come on like oh can i curse i'm like why are you being polite we're comedians like, yeah oh anything, that's true <laughs> yeah you have the biggest potty mouth <laughs> exactly. of anything yeah exactly you know Half i just, I just want to confirm i want to because i do I, it, it, yeah i curse a lot so it just comes out usually so. oh that's okay that's good i mean like if you have bad bad food you know it's, it's right to curse if you have a bad experience you got you should curse i, I yeah, think yeah, cursing yeah. is actually a good thing as well especially do you curse in one language or multiple languages um primarily english <laughs> that's i do sometimes so I'm, I'm filipino yes so sometimes i do like a putangina, but like only around like if i'm with my family or like because you need Filipinos people to get it, right? Whatever. I mean, you don't want to swear, and everyone's like, "What do you say?" You're what like, did you say? I'm not like, yeah, 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 that. yeah, yeah. Although, I, well, lately I've been le I've been learning some Cantonese curses. Oh yeah. So sometimes I do throw, you know, like a dule, like. Oh whatever. yeah, 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 exactly. But then you, those the problem is that you got to get the tones right. Otherwise, it just sounds. Cute, yeah, right? I'm not so good in the tone. Yeah, so. you don't want to go up to like, oh, dude, they're like, yeah, it's not. That's it's not, not right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually not. I, I'm not offended at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, I want to help you. Yeah. Let me say it to you back so you can learn properly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But then, okay. So again, you started this thing more kind of an interesting. So I'm sure a lot of people as well, they've always had these ideas in their head. You know, maybe I'll take a photo or two, but then it seems like you kept at it. It wasn't one of mm -hmm. the things that I'll casually do on a weekend if I remember to do. It seemed to be like you just wanted to do it for yourself, but also it became a regular thing. Yeah. And I think it, it was kind of a, it was kind of like a lucky moment. So yeah. because all this Instagram stuff was just starting out and I was one of the early people and all these things. I was getting invited to so many things that like there were so many opportunities to create content. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, honestly, there was a period of time where I would have like a lunch and then have a first dinner and then a second dinner. You know what I mean? Like, because there would be like conflicting events. And yeah. so you would just go and like shoot at multiple places. Yeah. And then there would be cases where like it'd be a Saturday and you go on like an actual food crawl. Yeah. And you go to like eight places in a day or oh, whatever. Man. And you go with other bloggers. So you're all sharing the food. So like, yeah, you shoot like 20, 30 dishes, but yeah. it's amongst like 10 people or whatever it might be. Right. So I had so much content um, and at this time, um, Instagram had just kind of launched the explore tab and that's where like when you search for someone, it shows you, you all this yeah. random stuff. And before that didn't exist. And so suddenly people were searching to find their friend on Instagram and they were being shown like this really amazing pizza from New York. Like, what is this? Yeah. And so people started just following food accounts where I think before they were only following like people they knew or celebrities, things like that. Um, and so once I started seeing that my account was growing like crazy, it was like, oh, well, let me just keep posting and let me keep going to restaurants and going to free meals to get content to post. Um, and so I was at one point I was posting like four times a day. Yeah. Um, growing like exponentially. Like I think there was one period where I went from 100,000 to 200,000 followers in like, like four, in like four months. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, very difficult to do now. But at the time, it was just like bonkers. Like, yeah. Um, and so that's where I was like, oh, like, let me just keep doing this. Um, I was also working full time at American Express um, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing marketing. So I think I had a bit of a business mindset because I was working in marketing in like a corporate Correct, yeah. uh, environment. Um, so I also knew how to like craft business emails and things like that. And so once... I started growing like crazy. I started also then getting like 
the paid brand deals and things like that. And so I realized, oh, I can actually make money off of this. So you were this. self-managing initially? Like I'm you, still self-managing. Self- oh, there you go. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. In f- the, your American Express experience kind of let you self-manage and handle this and seem yeah. like you knew what you were doing, at least in, in terms of the social media paid gigs and stuff like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I knew how to negotiate. I knew how to write business emails yeah. and like talk to people and and like not reply like hell yeah i'll do that job for this amount but more like uh i will consider your your offer and get back to you yeah right so a lot of that so this is another curious thing like i'm sure you you have to track these statistics and the analytics of your your page and then your your content and everything do you get annoyed when the food gets more likes than your own photos uh i mean it always does <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's the point you got like people hello i i i throw so myself there was out a, there. yeah there was a period of time lately i think instagram has changed a bit where people are much more interested in the personality yes whereas before like i could post literally like an ugly like not an ugly but like not even my best photo of yeah. like a slice of pizza or a burger or a bagel or something and it would get 10,000 likes. <laughs> but that was before the algorithm and all that business. Like that's when if you logged in on at 12, they showed you exactly what was posted at 12. Yeah. So I posted at that time and you saw my thing and thousands of people would like it. And at that time, like if I posted a photo of myself, automatic unfollows, like <laughs> so many unfollows. <laughs> so then, but then there's a point where, you know, you want to like not just be posting photos of food the whole time yeah um because i noticed a lot of your your photos of yourself now have food involved so you're like trying to get the middle ground yeah like, you know, to make sure ground. hey look with a, the, fo- I mean, the food i mean yeah i mean people <laughs> did still follow me for the food yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also food is just such a part of my life that yeah. like i usually will still have food there yeah um and i'm not to be honest like i'm not so comfortable yet to just throw a complete like non-food related photo of yeah, myself yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually I, it's at least travel related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, to do like, just like... I mean, like I'm looking at yeah. your Instagram page right now. The, the cool thing I, I like about your photos is that you're always in the progress of eating it. <laughs> <laughs> you're always kind of like caught in the moment. Like, oh, you, you got me. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah, just yeah, about yeah. to finish the bite, but you got me right there. Yeah. So if you're following right now, go to at Indulgent Eats uh, on Instagram. You can check out, scroll through Jen's photos and you'll see a lot of pictures of her. Oh, wait, you're totally right. I, didn't even, <laughs> I haven't really... Yeah. I, I don't really think of it yeah, and, yeah, you just conquered. get that shot, right? That moment. Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, looking yeah, at it, I was yeah. like, who's this photographer keep interrupting you? It's How my rude. husband. There you go. I'm like, let her finish. I mean, like, Usually. Yeah, I mean, like, so either you're... Well, I'm, you're, posi- I'm posing, though. I can so, understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, yeah. let's keep the magic going, all right? We don't go to Disney and say there's a person underneath the costume. Yeah, let's yeah, just keep yeah, the magic yeah. going. Because, like, either you're extremely excited. Like, there's a, there's, a, there's a photo of you looking at a tray of the chicken and the fries. Oh, and yeah, Shake Shack. Give me all this food, right? And you're either super excited or, like I said busy eating every now and then you do throw in the husband in the photo yeah oh, well that was our wedding so that'd be yeah, well, pretty I mean, messed up if, no, he, <laughs> if i cut him out you're kind of like could i put a pizza over your face <laughs> i'll get more likes no because like there's some of you guys like like for example there's this one where it's the two of you with your oh with your yeah, yeah that was his birthday so, ah, so therefore he earns yeah, a spot yeah 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 here's yeah. a spot Oh, fair also, enough, he I mean, deserves it. Again, he's the one taking a lot of the... He's a true Instagram husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he deserves a, a proper birthday shout out. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a very good combination you definitely want, right? Where you have someone else doing the photography for you rather than you like put out the tripod, get the time... Well, so, no, of, sometimes it's the tripod. <laughs> it does. It does. And it yeah. does happen, A lot right? of the time it is actually because uh, if I'm... that Like at restaurants and stuff, we're eating together. So I have his help. But a lot of the time I'm shooting at home by myself. Like he's yeah. working. Um, so it is the tripod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like if it's outdoors, you know, like people look at you. Oh, at yeah, a, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like I could imagine you're at the table with the tripod. People are like, that's so sad. She's having lunch with her camera. I've, I've, I've also done that. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> I've also done that. And it does feel, thankfully for the most, for the most part, when I've done those, it's like arranged with the restaurant or the PR. Yeah. So I at least have the PR person there. Like, so, so people understand. They're watching you. People understand that like, this is a a, a set like shoot. Um, but if I'm trying, I've done like solo travel and you just gotta like do it. Like at this point, like I have no shame. Like I have to get the shot. Like this is my, Month, like this is how I pay like, yeah, my bills. Right, yeah. So um, I don't really have shame in terms of like being that person, like doing the talking to or... myself, yeah, walking yeah, yeah. down the street, or like at a restaurant. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. I mean, like the other thing I noticed in your photos, which I also appreciate, is like your joy of looking at noodles. 
Oh like, yeah. Like who doesn't over- love noodles? I mean, like, but I love the fact <laughs> that you're always surprised. I'm like, okay, she was surprised the first time, but she's still surprised here, and she's surprised. I'm like, you, it's like you're watching fireworks in Hong Kong. <laughs> like twenty minutes into it, wow! I'm like, are we still shocked that this is happening? This has been going on for the last I don't know how long. <laughs> you know, you know what it is. It's just sometimes I impress myself with how long I can get the noodle pole. Yeah. So well, that's good that's, luck. Yeah. That's very good luck in yeah, Chinese yeah, culture. Yeah. So that's uh, no wonder you're impressed. You're like, all right, this is gonna be a good year. Yeah. I could do this. So we have that. Now, coming back to the one thing I'm more curious about is like you must have those moments where you're kind of like just not in the zone. Like mm-hmm. just today you're like, you know, I, I feel like a diet. I feel like, you know, low carb today. And then you're at a restaurant you're like, oh, they're known for their carbs. Oh, my God. Like I need to. Oh, I'm going to pass the joint. Oh, God. Could you cut down with the ravioli, please? You know, do you have those moments? And like, how do you how do you get over that? Because like a comic, right? When you get on stage, you just know that I have to switch it on. They paid for their tickets. They're here for the show. I can't let them know that I'm just not in the the mood for it. But you just got to do it. But lucky for me, I do it. I speak. I burn my calories. I go home. Yeah. But for you, like it stays there digesting for the next 12 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, to be honest honest i pretty much always eat the food (laughs) i'm trying to think and and i don't like for example right now like with i go to this gym hybrid and like we're on this june shred so i just have been saying no to restaurants or i'm like oh i'm gonna come back in july because i don't like being in a situation where i see something i want to eat and i I can't eat it yeah so i'd rather just like remove myself from the situation if that makes sense Yeah, yeah um and so for the most part, I pretty much always eat what I want. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because also like right now, You're I want... the dream. Yeah, this is like, like right everyone's now, like... But like I also want healthy food sometimes, yeah. you know? Because yeah, yeah. like sometimes it's like so gluttonous. Yeah. Like, um, especially when I go back to New York for a visit, like yeah. sometimes because I'm only there for a short period, I'm trying to get as much content as possible. Yeah. And like... It's just overload. So I'll like box up the leftovers, find a homeless person, whatever. Cause if, I, if, if I'll, yeah, I'll eat, it. Yeah. I'll, I'll eat it. Yeah. So I know what it tastes like and whatever. Cause I also want to eat it, but then there's always too much. So I'll try to like find ways to like get rid of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was, that's heartbreaking. Like if you can eat good food, but you can't eat it anymore, you don't just want to get rid of it. You're like, yeah, I have to at least like try it. Yeah. So for example, like somebody like during this month when I'm supposed to be on this diet, like, yeah. Like these churros just like showed up at my doorstep. Of course, of course. Um, I bet you it's a competing gym. <laughs> Is Hyper doing this? Let's just send them the churros. Sabotage her. Let's do this for summer, <laughs> and then put our name card at the bottom of the thing where you like regret this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had no regrets. It's a uh, oh, what's the flip? twist and buckle in TST? Oh, okay, okay. They were so good and it was one of those things where i had zero regrets but like, wait, wait. Was, what did you dip in the sugar chocolate so they came like they came already dipped <laughs> in like <laughs> they're giving you no choice they're like yes, yeah it was literally like way. a gift box yeah. and um yeah it was one of those things where i wasn't expecting it i, I was trying to eat healthy yeah. like that day but then they, these churros show up like you're not i'm not i would never be like oh i'm not gonna eat i them. mean it's god's food some people would yeah, yeah, right yeah. but i'm like hell no so i still yeah. ate them yeah, yeah, yeah um but then i gave gave like the rest away but yeah, yeah. they were like dipped in chocolate with like crushed almonds and it's like brutal. another one had like uh like fruity pebbles like every bite is like 10 minutes on the treadmill yeah, I see. That's the thing. I also don't think that way personally. Okay. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay. So I very much separate. Like only to be honest. Like right now, I'm counting calories and whatever just for this, for this month. Like, yeah, yeah. This month, this dieting. But if I'm not doing like a an intense challenge or diet, like I look, don't count at all. <laughs> um, and I just try to live mindfully. Where like I very much appreciate the food that I'm eating. I understand that like okay, this meal is going to be very heavy. I'll balance it out with something else light or like I have a workout tomorrow, but I don't like calculate it, hmm. you know? Cause I think that that gets unhealthy yeah. if you're constantly like, Oh, I ate a churro. Like now I have to run, you know, an hour or it's whatever. Burn it off. Like it's just, un- it's an unha- unhealthy mindset, I think. So I try to separate them and just enjoy everything yeah. as, as I'm having it. So yeah. yeah, cause it's a vicious cycle. I mean, you're never gonna burn off all the calories that you've no. indulged in, and then you're just gonna feel guilty. Yeah, and like, then and every meal is just like, oh, this yeah. is for my job, sacrifice it for my work, kind of deal. But now you're like actually thoroughly enjoying it. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna yeah, yeah. guilt free enjoying what I'm doing, enjoying what I'm eating as well. Yeah, and you know, if it comes down to it, it's not like you're not taking care of your health. You are mindful. Yeah, that's of it, right? that's that's what it is. And I think because I'm actively like I work out like six. I have to like I work out six times a week, um, because like. I knew my, my 
parent like filipinos have like all have high blood pressure (laughs) we all get gout and like cholesterol whatever so i'm very mindful of that yeah um and so i know that my career will probably like it can literally kill me down the line um so i'm definitely mindful of like as much as i you know as much as i have days where i binge eat and whatever like and i again i do it without even thinking. Like yeah. I am just like very content to do it. Some obviously sometimes I'm like so stuffed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I very much like know that I'm taking care of my health outside of it. So I don't feel bad doing it at all. So that's the, the big challenge that a lot of like you could say self employed people have, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have to have that discipline. That's another thing I think in common with comics or like, you know, anybody is a performer or requires to generate content all the time. There's a certain self-discipline that challenges you. Oh, where, yeah. You know, you have to have <clears> the system. Are you a systematic person or does things just, you know, work out eventually? Are you that type of person? I'm definitely not. I'm trying to be more systematic yeah. and organized. Um, so I, I mentioned like I'm working on a cookbook. Yeah. So like that, I definitely had to really laid down like yeah, you gotta have a table a, of contents a bit, yeah yeah you yeah. can't be like stuffed inside yeah Good luck. yeah so that was a bit definitely the most organized but again it's still been like there's especially in hong kong there's so much going on all the time yeah um and so personal life definitely always kind of gets in the way sometimes and so i do have to have some discipline sometimes so especially this time i was like okay i have a deadline an actual deadline with my publisher. Yeah. I'm not going to go out Friday and Saturday night, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. sorry guys, like I'm staying home. I need to actually like write or edit photos or do whatever, or like, okay, I need to cook X, Y, and Z on these days this week, or I'm going to fall too behind. So, yeah. um, it definitely, uh, it, it definitely worked that way for the cookbook, especially, Yeah. but for the most part, like with my general content, like what I'm posting and sharing, I kind of just do it like whatever I feel like posting yeah. or whatever, like I feel like editing. And if that's ready, then that's what I post. So. But I guess, I mean, the regularity, I'm looking at how often you post. It's not like you're just kind of posting once a month or, you know, once a week. It's like, this is way more regular as in I'm getting new content every night. Like, I would follow you and be like, oh, there's new stuff. Yeah, I'm not yeah. like, oh, she finally has something to show me. Yeah. You know, well, lately, yeah. So it ebbs and flows. I'd say normally I'm definitely like at least every day or every other day. Um, and I try to do that regularly. Um, because of the cookbook kind of, honestly, it's so much work that, and that just took priority. So then I wasn't posting as much like this month or the past few months, but the thing is nobody notices that like yeah. nobody notices like, Oh, you didn't not really like that. You didn't post thing on your feed. Cause I'm also still posting stories every day, which is like still always like a constant contact. And I think also people enjoy the stories cause it's a bit more personal Correct. Yeah. and they can kind of follow your day to day of what you're doing Yeah. and they know that like, Oh, you're like working on stuff just cause it's not on your feed. Doesn't mean yeah. you're not doing stuff. So. Yeah. I think that's also the thing Like people appreciate the behind the scenes work in progress. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So same with comedy where some people come to an open mic night. They're like, Hey, you know, that was cool. What you did, you know, wasn't great, but I'm looking forward to the final piece one day. Right, right. You have to workshop it. Yeah, you have yeah. to workshop it as well. So a lot of the stories, and it's more casual. The stories are kind of like, hey, this is just a quick thing I just want to share. So yeah, don't yeah. hold it against me. Don't be all like, hey, I'm going to unfollow her because of this story yeah, that's yeah, put yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have that. So the discipline, I guess, like for yourself, you said the cookbook's one of the motivations of getting the yeah. discipline going. But have there been other like jobs where, you know, you're like, oh man, this is this is a tough one, Like, but I, I should do it. You know, it's one of these projects where I know it'll be good for me. Like the cookbook's a good example. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm sure you could be like, I could get by without doing it but i think it's time to up my game to another level yeah right it's, so would that be the motivation for the cookbook to kind of like challenge yourself or was it just something you always wanted to do yeah i think it was always a dream like you know i grew up watching food network and all these food personalities and yeah. like having like flipping through these cookbooks and whatever and um it was always a dream i just didn't know it would ever be a reality and then a publisher approached me like hey would you want to work on a cookbook and i was like oh like let me actually put you know, put my mind to what would I want in the cookbook. Um, and then they, they kind of set the schedule. And so that kind of helped in terms of the discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But outside of that, like, you know, certain things, like I just, you know, if I have an idea for something I want to cook or something I want to work on, then I'll figure out how to do it. But then at the same time, like in terms of the discipline, I literally have a laundry list of projects of, or like things I want to do. Um, so for example, one of them is that I started and have like completely neglected is what I call Syrup Sundays. So it was supposed to be every Sunday I post a different Filipino dish or okay. a, a recipe, whether it's like a very authentic uh, recipe based on like my family's recipes or my own riff on something. 
And it's one of those things where because it takes so much time editing and also like everything keeps getting in the way, I haven't been as disciplined in terms of getting it out on a regular basis. But it's something that I know like, okay, once I'm done with this one big project, like I want to pick back up on and really like flush out and and work on so okay but like does it frustrate you sometimes that you know you have all these projects oh, yeah, that all the time all the time right <laughs> it's like lingering at you're like we got to work on this oh well, i stay up, so yeah so some days i stay up till like 5 a.m like editing and doing all my stuff part of that though is if i dick around all day then yeah. <laughs> yeah. then naturally i'm, I'm staying up <laughs> till five um but for sure and i think it's also tough because you always kind of end up comparing yourself to other people even if you don't mean to you, you always naturally will see, okay, like what are other food bloggers or things doing? And there's certain people, like especially during COVID, that's when it was the most prominent. Everyone. Because people in the U.S. were like stuck at home, quarantining. So they, they honestly had nothing else to do except yeah. create content. Yeah. Whereas like here, like things were like half open. Like, Hong Kong's always busy. Yeah, it's always been open, whatever. Yeah. So there was a period of time where, you know, we, there was so much going on. I was out, you know, we're going to the beach, hiking, like all of these things. And I felt like I was very much falling behind because there's other people posting like new recipes every single day. And I'm yeah. like, how are they doing this? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's so much work to like come up with these things and whatever. But I think it's also, I have a bit, I think I have more of a uh, expectations for myself. Like I'm a bit of a perfectionist. And so I also like only want to post something if I'm like really confident in it or the recipe's really fleshed out or... Um, you know, I'm really proud of the video. So it takes me a lot longer to edit videos and things like that. So then you did mention you're like, you tend to be a perfectionist. So I'm sure there's a lot of times when you're kind of sending content out there, but you're like, oh, give me another day. I need another day on that. That would have been so good. But like, yeah. you know, you have to get it out there. And you know, I'm sure from repetition of doing it that, you know, it'll never be perfect. Yeah, so you just got yeah, at some yeah. point be like, whatever, just go, just go, just go. Yeah. yeah that. So what, what did it take you to kind of get that mental state where, you know, you, you know, like that the moment where this can keep being refined, but then you just got to go with it. Did you have those struggles initially, at least when you were starting with this or, or did you just kind of go like, just generate content, see what people like, don't like? Because like as a comic as yeah. well, our challenge is that, you know, is that bit done? Like, can I just stop working on it or do I want to just add a little, little tag here? Can I change the wording there? And it'll drive you nuts. Yeah. You could be added like, for, for weeks yeah trying to work on a one minute bit yeah. so did you ever have those moments that mental frustration with your content quality management stuff like that i have it all the time to be honest with you. and i don't know that i've actually like like really gone over it um so even like a cookbook for example you can ask my husband there's certain dishes i've literally remade and shot like seven times eight times because it's i'm like oh it's like a published Thing. this is it this is like yeah set in stone like if forever. it's there yeah. like that's it like it's yeah. gonna be printed but in terms of my own content on instagram i'm much more lenient um and so that's where okay like this wasn't perfect like whatever you know you if that, it doesn't get as much likes like whatever i'll just post something else tomorrow would you say that because it's the mentality difference like things online people are like that's ah, all right you know it's like a quick thing she probably put up there yeah but or if focus, it bomb, like, well if it bombs then like nobody sees it so so whatever yeah you know? yeah, yeah. But with the book, it's like, that's going to be there. It's going to be there name. forever. So yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, the bookstore is going to be like, yeah, this is on discount. <laughs> clearance sale. Uh, this came out yesterday. Clearance sale today. Like, yeah, that's not a good sign. Yeah. I don't need Thankfully, that. Thankfully, because I'm such a perfectionist, that will definitely not be the case. But, um, and so that's the thing. It is a balance of like, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, just like deal with it or, or just get over it. It's fine. But then I always have the thought of, well, it could be better and I know that like if I put more effort into it or whatever then it will be you know the photo will be even more engaging and someone's gonna want to make that recipe and someone's gonna want to buy the book right so I think that I definitely have to understand the balance of like for something like that it really should be as perfect as possible but for like the everyday Instagram posts like It'll just die. <laughs> True, because I mean, with the Instagram post, it's very rare someone's going to scroll back to a year ago and be like, oh, that picture wasn't good. Yeah, right? With yeah. the book, you probably take it from the store and be like flipping through it. Like, that's a terrible photo. Like, oh, that, that was published in 20, 2012, you know? Yeah, like, that doesn't yeah. count. Like, no, it still counts today. But yeah. with Instagram, it's like 2012. Ah, I'm not going all the way back there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, oh, man, my old photos were <laughs> so bad. It was like one megapixel. Yeah, Everything's well, like super it was more blurry. like I would shoot photos with like, direct flash and oh, so they're, yeah. they're just it's just the too, plates are half white yeah it's just too harsh and just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 
So yeah. that see that's growth already. Like initially it was just the food. Now you're like I don't know the photography, the flash. This is a yeah yeah. I taught myself light. all the yeah. I have all like way more equipment than I ever did. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it was it's, it was definitely like lots of learning and um, where now I feel like yeah like I'm. So like sometimes I go to dinners and I bring out my little like LED light. Oh yeah, the palm like, size kind of yeah, light. Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're a professional." I'm like, "I yeah, I am. I'm actually yeah, I'm a professional. Actually, yeah. I'm though, actually a professional." Yeah, even though in the world of photography, this is extremely basic, <laughs> but for you, layman, you know, this is damn good for me. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. high quality setup I've got over here. Yeah. But then, like, see the the thing with the perfection thing. I, I like the fact that you admit that you're a perfectionist, or at least try to achieve perfection there. But there must be like moments of burnout, or like, what's oh. that? Man. What's that? Yeah. Like, for example, like I'm a big follower of the 80-20 rule where instead of trying to hit that 90, 100 perfection, I have to just go to 80 and be like, this is good enough. But I'm very greedy. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, 80 is good enough. I'm like, let me, let me try 90 every now and then. Yeah. You know, oh, that hurt. That really burnt me out. You know, I really rethink that. But hey, I gave it a shot again. Do you have those policies in your own, like, your own principles where you're like, hey, you know what? This is good enough. Going to remind myself, hey, you know, you got to draw the line somewhere. It's a, I promise my husband this is all work's got to take a backseat today. Do you have those policies that you live by? I think it just it just depends on everything that I'm working on. So there's certain things where like honestly I'll put like sixty percent <laughs> some things. Like you <laughs> like, know what, what was I the mean? budget? Yeah, that's sixty yeah, percent. Yeah, so, so right it's there. like, okay, like what okay, I feel like there's layers, like, okay, is this like a free thing or like was this something that like uh well i mean i'm saying 60 percent is in your quality like if it's a free yeah, yeah, item 60 percent is what mean. it's worth i mean yeah i'm not yeah, giving yeah, you 100 yeah, yeah. for whereas if for it's free. like a paid gig that yeah. like uh you know or, or with a partner like i want to continue a relationship with that's where it's like let it, usually there's a deadline as well so i'd say that it's more on like i'm gonna get it as good as i can up until when it's due okay okay yeah so you'll be happy to keep refining it yeah. until the deadline. Yeah, I, I like think I it. would say that, I, and and these products, it's not like they're like super long, yeah. right? Like a week long, I would say. Yeah, or like let's say, okay, I shoot it, and then the you know the contents due in in a week or whatever, right? So then yeah. I only have a week to work on that thing. Yeah. And so I think I pretty much, you know, depending on how much they paid me, but like, you know, I'll give it my all. Yeah. Up until it's due, and then and then they'll always have feedback anyway. Oh yeah. So then you have to like. I mean, you have it. to do those techniques of like purposely take three photos, and one of them is really bad, and one of them is the one you really want, and one is the one that the corporate clients probably like. This is what we like, and you'd be like, ah, crap. Yeah. So for the uh, to be honest, actually, I usually always try to only submit things that that, that you're really happy. Yeah, with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because okay, I, I never okay. want to somewhere like I never want to be a I never want to be put in a situation where. I'm unhappy or like with the final product. Yeah. Or but, yeah, but, yeah. But you like, have you had those situations? Like, let's be oh, honest. Definitely. Like, yeah. As comedians, like to some corporate gigs, oh, they're like, of course. Oh, do say it this way. No. Yeah. Like, uh, this is the check. Yes. Yeah. There was one with, uh, there was one where I shot, I think it was McDonald's. And like the way that they, they served me the burgers was like, not exactly. Like, oh, it didn't have the layers and oh, everything. Oh, I think the lettuce was like sticking out. I don't know, something. Yeah. And so um, I shot it and then they're like, actually like we need, or we need this label showing or whatever it is. So then they ended up just shooting it for me. Oh. And I was like, oh, but like yeah. you're paying me a lot. So whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. And that was honestly probably the only time I've ever posted something where I was like, but, like it was like I had shot it, but then, they shot it, so it just yes. felt it, no, it felt weird to not be there, yeah. posting my photo, even yeah. though it was basically the same photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. Like, basically, like I've had gigs where people have told me, "Oh, we want you to say it this way, say it this way." And like when I was way younger, I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And one moment, I just kind of looked in the mirror, going, "Like, this is not me." Yeah, I'm up there saying these things that is not me. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just can't, I can't accept it. So that was like that that line that I was like, from now onwards, never again. Do you have that policy, like you know, in your contract or whatever? Like, yeah, I will not accept you guys giving me the photograph. I have to. It has to be my product. Do you have? Yeah. That? So now I always say like, it, oh, like so sometimes they'll just they'll like pitch and say, hey, like this is what we want. Like here's some sample photos. Whatever. I'm like, no. Like the only way we're gonna work together is if. I shoot my own content and a lot of times too like so lately I, I primarily um I primarily share video just because it tends to do well and like oh, I also sure, just yeah. enjoy it and so for a lot of people they'll say hey like we want a still photo and I'll say okay actually it works a lot better when I do a video of me creating the dish or whatever it might be um and so there's usually all that all that happens in in the upfront that way we've negotiated and said, okay, this is what I'm going to shoot. Like, 
and try to get it as close to where they're going to be okay with what I'm about to film. That way I don't send them something after I spent hours editing yeah, it. And they're, they're like, like, actually, we yeah. want X, Y, Z. So yeah, yeah. thankfully, like, I haven't had a situation really where... I don't think I've ever had a situation where I've had to like scrap something. So. Okay, yeah. So I mean, like you, the the communication is clear enough that you're pretty ahead much on of the time. Same page. Yeah, because yeah. because I don't ever want to be in a situation where yeah, you know, they're making me say like legalese or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because like a lot of times when people think of influencers, they think it's so easy. Like a lot of times, even oh, comedy some of shows, those are like copy and paste. Yeah, man. right. And you look at them, you're like, ah, whatever. Yeah, you know, I could do that. Come on, this clearly was zero effort on your part. Like, yeah, yeah, As someone yeah, who's yeah. been doing it, you're like, come on. Yeah. It's like even as a comic, you will see some people on stage. You're like that joke was easy. Like, come yeah. on, anyone could. That was it. anyone here would have said that. Yeah. You just happen to be the first comic who did it on stage tonight. Yeah. So you have those. Do you have the moments where you have people coming up to you and doubting what you do, going like, ugh. You're an influencer. You're yeah, Ill, you know? yeah, and I think that that's why I actually don't consider myself an influencer. Like I don't like calling myself that term. You're a professional like, Instagrammer. <laughs> I'm a food and travel content creator. Ah, so, okay, okay, okay. And depending on who I'm talking to, I'll say food and travel photographer, or I'll say food and travel writer, or I'll say like I'm a recipe developer. So it kind of depends on who I'm talking to. I'm all of the above, right? So what would you tell your family, like if they like closest family parents, like? What was the... Oh, my favorite, I say food blogger. I think, oh, blogger. to be honest, I think food blogger is the most understandable term. And I also think there is a differentiation between, like, an influencer and a food blogger because, like, especially, like, food blogging has a much longer history yeah. of people who, you know, like, go to restaurants. And or, you officially you know, started with the blog. Is. And I started so, with the blog. Yeah. Um, whereas influencer, I think, has that, like negative connotation of like people just taking selfies of themselves yeah, and, and then claiming posting, that they like it. And, yeah. And yeah. posting like whatever. And so I think that, um, that's kind of why I tried to steer away from calling myself an influencer just cause there's all those like kind of lifestyle or models or like whatever. Yeah. They're just like, Oh, like, this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. you asked burger. me about my skincare routine yeah. and like here's what like whatever so yeah it's like that i try to steer definitely. away from it yeah. okay okay so you, i think authenticity from what i can hear from you is like important to you yeah, nowadays, right? yeah. whereas your photos it's your ideas the food that you like yeah you know and now it's your your cookbook with your recipes as well yeah would you say that the path to finding this authentic voice of yours was not from day one like i mean sure day one was like things you liked but then getting to this voice because again it brings me back to any sort of performance arts or any sort of content created where after a while you can keep generating content for the audience but after yeah. a while I was like this is for me yeah you know i'm enjoying what i do and you happen to be you know enjoying it as a byproduct yeah would you say you're at that point of like this is what i want this is for me really i'm putting oh definitely so you have to achieve that right I yeah mean, and i think it's it's because i already grew my audience to a point where like i'm securing brand deals and like doing all these things i it, it's twofold it, it can work both ways right one is that you just always post everything you want and you're very true to yourself and hope that you can find the niche audience that also likes that. Right. And I think nowadays actually it's much easier to do that. Whereas before when I started, like I grew because nobody, you know, suddenly people like, Whoa, like this food, like what is this? Whereas now like you have to have a voice, like nobody just want, you know, anyone could follow anyone that's posting photos of pizza. Right. And so now I think you have to have a voice and, now, because I've already built that following, they also, tr- you know, they've seen all of the food that I post, all the restaurants I go to. There's there's trust in terms of knowing that like, oh, OK, like whatever Jen recommends is going to be good. Yeah. Right. So even if it's something like they've never seen or maybe something they're uncomfortable with or whatever it might be. Like I've had people who are like, you know, like, like I was so proud of myself the day when somebody was like oh i tried ra- like raw beef for the yeah, first time because, because you were fine like whatever and they, they were like oh and i enjoyed it i was like yes like i did my job yeah. of like what i want to do in terms of like getting people to be more open-minded about food and just like having more of a appreciation for different cultures and things that like you might be uncomfortable with but are actually really good to a lot of people and so um that's where you know i think i always try to yeah, like be authentic to what I like to eat and just hope that people understand that it really is good and I wouldn't post it unless it's really good. Okay, yeah. So that's really important because after a while, your followers kind of, they follow you and if they like exactly, you, the personality, yeah. they're like, hey, I want to be like her. So if she's eating that, 
then I probably would like it too. Yeah. Right? Because I like her personality. So chances are her taste is similar to what I like yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have that as well. But then it takes a lot of like, you could say uh, self-reflection and a lot of like mental. Oh, yeah. Can you share with us a few things that you used to do? Kind of like, you know, were you ever lost trying to figure out that voice or that authenticity? Because a lot of times as comedians or performers you know you're on stage yes your objective is to make people laugh right but mm-hmm. after a while it's like you're making people laugh with a joke that is not really yours or it's not really like this is so you this is like your signature all over it right and now you've got things where i've got a certain taste i've got a certain lifestyle and people who appreciate that or want to have that kind of lifestyle just follow and say hey you know maybe if i imitate a few things she do she does then chances are you know i might enjoy that as well so if she's eating raw beef i'm gonna give it a shot because if i like everything she's liking so far right. i think i'm on the right track yeah but then there must have been a journey to a, to get to that point. Did you do you remember anything like specific that you've done? Like I'm a big journal writer. I write journals every for the last ten years, and that's been a big impact on me, kind of figuring out my voice. Mm-hmm. But then for you, have you had anything that you've done significantly or repeatedly, or just that you just do in regular, just to kind of keep your own sanity? Mm, I mean, I don't journal or do anything like that. I feel like it just kind of happened over time. Yeah, like. Um, especially I think in terms of sharing like Filipino food and things like that. Yeah. So I think it was more like as I, as I started sharing things, you know, before I would just like at the time, like really short captions were like, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't even describe the food, whatever. And then as I started sharing more, like people actually wanted to, they'd be like, Oh, like, what did you think? Tell or, me more like, about the story behind more. it. Yeah. So then I'd start like actually, you know, and which I was already doing on my blog, but then I'd start, you know, like being more descriptive and like, you know, explaining my own personal feelings on the restaurants or the dish um, or the history around it. You know, if I'm, I was passionate, especially about like Filipino food, like trying to explain, for example, like, yeah, I'm going to post a whole lechon, you know, like with the face. And some of you maybe like this might freak you out and it, it, but it took time. So like there were points where I'd post whole lechon on my story and I'd cover the face with like a pig emoji, you know? But then eventually, like, as, as you kept, keep getting response, and then there's also a point where you're just like, fuck it, like, I just want to post this. Yeah. You know, and I, I would, I think it was more like trial and error, if that makes sense. Yeah, to, yeah. like, figure out, okay, are people okay with me just posting what I want? Or are they like, oh, fuck you, like, just show me, like, a slice of pizza, or, like, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And so I think I just got to a point where there were enough people who were like, oh, this is awesome. Like, keep doing you. And like, I get a lot of DMs from people, which is like super encouraging. Yeah. So I think that the more support you have, then you can just continue to like go on that path. And I think that that has really helped me in terms of, you know, staying true to what I want to do and what I want to share. Okay. Well, before we close it up for our our free uh, listeners, I want to ask one thing, though. Your husband's a... Instagram husband, right? He's happy <laughs> to support it, help you with the photos and everything. But are there lines that you draw where you're like, all right, you know what? Today, let's just not think about the Instagram or this kind of thing. Let's just eat this meal and enjoy ourselves. Oh, you have all about- the time. And so it's clear too. Like he, he only he rarely he only takes like very few of those photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not to just kind of him, but like, um, yeah. I mean, it's he, it's only if I really if I really need something of me in it, then I'll ask him for his help. But like. We have so many meals where I'm not actually doing a proper full photo shoot, you know? Yeah. Or if it's like places we've been to a lot, like, or a dish I've eaten a lot, like, unless it's a restaurant, unless it's a restaurant, like I want to support. And so usually I'll just take like a story, right? Oh, yeah. Just I'm here, to be like, yeah. hey, I'm here. Like doing this again. Yeah. 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 Like come like support this place. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, we, there's lots of days where all we do is just like sit on the couch and watch Netflix, like, <laughs> yeah, just, just and like order delivery and I don't post it at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause let's be honest. The delivery arrives. You're like, this is not Instagram. Yeah. 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 yeah this exactly. is, I don't know what the guy did. He was juggling it or something like yeah, clearly exactly. this guy messed around with this exactly. one. Ah, okay. So one last thing though, you know, someone who does this or let's say if a listener is now like, Oh, this is so cool. I, I you know, how would I start? How, what would I do? What would like be step number one that you would kind of suggest anybody do? Yeah. To, I mean, maybe not even end up being similar or the same as what you're doing, but like what would be step number one? If someone's like, Hey, I, I would like to be you know, something cool like this. What would be step number one? Step one is figure out what that passion is. Like, because I think like even for food, for example, people are like, Oh, I want to be a food blogger, like whatever. And then they just start like, taking photos of their meals, I guess. Yeah. Which you can do. You can definitely do. But there's, you have to remind yourself, like there's so many people doing the same thing everywhere, right? So 
I think you have to decide like, okay, is this just like a passion project where, okay, I have fun taking photos of my food or whatever it is, or is this something like I really want to grow and put effort in, right? So you have to decide like, what is that interest? What is that specific thing you're trying to promote or do? And then decide how seriously you want to take it. You know, is it just for fun? I'm not going to care about the likes. I'm just going to enjoy it and, you know, take photos or whatever. Or do I want to really grow it? Do I want to, you know, really put effort into it? And at that point, then you have to really, like, really refine your voice, understand, like, what you're, who you're trying to reach. And then if we want to get specific, like, let's say it's Instagram, you could, you, you want to start engaging in that community. So find, let's say it's comedy or it's, fashion blogging or whatever, like finding other accounts that do the same thing and start engage, you know, commenting on posts, like using the right hashtags, um, those kinds of things. So that's kind of how you have to think about it. Whereas if you're just doing it for fun, then like, who cares? Like just post whatever, send it to your friends. Yeah. And see where it goes. You never know. Yeah, Even with the fun yeah. part, it could be anything, right? Yeah. That was like marketing 101 right over there. Like yeah. you usually like you gotta know your path. You want it for fun? Or you want it serious? You gotta have a strategy. Yeah, 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 you definitely. Yeah, if you want to grow, I think you do have to have some kind of a strategy. You know, um, but, you know, sometimes it does just happen. But I think nowadays it's just it's just so saturated that you have to stand out, right? Like, what's gonna make someone follow you or someone else? Well, Jen, thank you so much. That was insightful, and I'm hungry already. Yeah. All right, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you.